Hi everyone! Welcome back to another episode of Starting Out, a podcast where we share our stories of starting out in this great big world. We talk about our highlights, trials and tribulations, and lessons we've learned along the way. So as you are starting your journey, we hope you can learn from us. So Cor, what's the topic for today? Our topic for today is career changes. How to do them, what made us like switch careers per se, and basically everything is involved in career changing. We're gonna really discuss like how to do it, what we felt, and all that good stuff. So you're in for a treat today because that stuff is not easy. <laughs> just yeah, so hard, so difficult. To begin, Neeks, what was your career switch? Mm-hmm. So when I was going into university, I was really focused on being an accountant. And it was just mm-hmm. quite strange to actually think about it. But I went down the path in grade 12 of being like, oh, I should probably pick mm-hmm. something really practical. Actually, I didn't enjoy my accounting class that much. I thought it was so tedious. Nothing ever balanced for me, by the way. But I was like, I'm going to make it work. And then yeah. I think out of like just not picking the right thing I was like if I picked accounting it's going to be the right thing and I'm going to make myself really like it which is like red flag number Mm. one so when I got into university for two years I was like okay this is the path I'm going to sign up for every accounting club I'm going to do everything accounting and then lo and behold when you force (laughs) something it didn't work out Mm -mm. so in third year I actually made the switch of being like I'm gonna just totally abandon all my accounting classes all these accounting clubs and I'm just going Mm -hmm. to start exploring something I really enjoy it so happened what I had an inkling that I liked was marketing and once I found that I was like okay maybe this is what I want to do and this is what I'm more in tune with myself and my personality I was like okay Mm -hmm. let's full force go to marketing as like the big switch yeah. So what made you initially in high school be like a business related field that you wanted to be in, yet alone like what made you out of everything, mm-hmm. like HR, marketing, etc., pick or force yourself into doing accounting specifically? Mm-hmm. So I think business in general was so fascinating to me because I really liked numbers. And I think now I'm more in tune of how to use numbers to my mm-hmm. strengths and then to my capabilities. I yeah. also love being creative, but I thought that basically when you're in business, I was like, okay, well, there's these all these streams you can go down. I just picked the safest one because I truly thought I was like, okay, if I went into starting a business, I was like, okay, I should do something. <laughs> That is very, very stable and will get me a job no matter what. Like, the economy can freaking collapse and all that stuff. Everybody will still need an accountant, which is true. But what I didn't really put the two and two together is lots of avenues within business still need numbers, but to different Mm -hmm. extents. And I thought, I genuinely thought, you can be creative in accounting. And then I realized, (laughs) you can't. (laughs) That's called... (laughs) 
fraud and that is called not doing your job correctly so i think the way i thought was like oh i like to think Mm. in very different ways i like to think of shortcuts you can do shortcuts you can't do (laughs) fraud honey and i didn't realize how bad i am at following rules and if i don't understand the rule i will try to bend it to make it work yeah and with marketing that kind of works because you can always think of new systems and new ways and you have to be on trend to some degree Mm -hmm. but what i didn't understand was i didn't realize you couldn't do that so then that's why i went down like out of all the places i was like okay out of security out of fear out of all that that's why i chose accounting to start with because you talked about like you're a really numbers oriented person so i feel like the second thing that comes to mind is finance is also numbers oriented like have you ever thought about that in itself as a field yeah i think okay again it's like you mm-hmm. you don't know yourself that well so <laughs> you're like oh maybe i can get to finance but it was mm-hmm. always finance bros that were together ah uh, and i was like i don't really like the yeah. culture of what you're promoting here because i was like i don't really see myself in that space And when we talk about stocks, equity, mergers and acquisitions, I was like, I'm really interested in terms of when you like listen to us we're very very interested in personal finance in terms of like setting stocks bonds Mm. all that stuff for yourself but when I saw it as a career path I was like I don't think that really resonates with what I want to do on a day-to-day aspect and it's very old school that sector there's not that much of innovation I'm talking about like securities precious metals (laughs) that stuff did not resonate with me and then just a thought of being like I have Mm. to go work for the big four or I have to go work for a bank and like I've been downtown Toronto and I've seen the vibe I understand what you guys do and I know understand like the context I'm sure it's very fun but it's almost like too rigid again of like what I wanted so enough about me let's talk about switching what did you start off with and then what are you switching to and this is like oh my god starting out pod exclusive tell me about your switch for my switch Okay, this all started in (laughs) high school. So when I was in high school, even before that, all throughout my childhood, I was very active. So I was very into sports, very much so that I knew, okay, whatever I want to do in the future, it's something like physical activity related, something that's related to the healthcare field. So when I was in high school, I was debating between either kinesiology as a major or commerce as a major, but I ended up choosing commerce as a major. And I guess during my first year, I was still debating whether or not I chose the right program and whether or not commerce was actually for me. And so I graduated with a Bachelor of Commerce, so I ultimately stuck it out. But I knew that even as I went through my undergrad, a part of me was missing that chance to be in like the healthcare field. Even though I took a lot of required commerce courses in my upper years, like in my third and fourth years, I started to take more courses that were interested to me. For example, I took a lot of psychology courses and all that. I try to see something through to the end where I'm like, okay, I know for sure I want to at least finish this one degree that I have right now. And then now 
that I'm done school about one and a half to two years ago. I have this like inner debate within me where I want to be a nurse and I want to be working as like a frontline worker in the healthcare field. And it's very nerve wracking, but I ultimately submitted my applications to a BSCN program. And then just last week, I accepted my offer to a nursing program in Ontario. I guess my ultimate switch is an ultimate career switch, I guess, or career change from commerce into nursing. Oh my god. Okay, first of all, congratulations. Thank you. (laughs) 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 Oh my god, that's such a big switch. Mm. I find it fascinating that you let's take it back to like your high school mm-hmm. days. It was kinesiology or commerce. <laughs> Talk about two very, very, very yeah. different career paths. It's not like you can switch very easily. <laughs> we'll talk about that real quick. <laughs> you cannot switch very fast <gasps> or very easily within those two. Okay, obviously you can pick anything, right? You can pick, I don't know, a psychology major, a poli side. You can do anything, right? How did you land on kinesiology and then with commerce as the two? I guess the first program I landed on kinesiology was, like I talked about, I was very sports oriented. I was very, very interested in being active and doing physical activity. So as like the logical next step, I was like, okay, maybe I want to continue this further and dig deeper into learning about the human body. But then at the same time, my parents also have their own business and my brother also went to commerce as well. So in my family, it's very evident that it's almost like an unspoken rule Uh. that our child is going to be in commerce. That's what I felt in grade 12, where it it was almost like they were pressuring me into ultimately picking commerce. Like you'll find more jobs afterwards. It's more translatable. Like you won't get a job right after a four-year kinesiology degree. But when my parents were talking to me about it, like after I graduated, I was like, why didn't you want me to go into kinesiology? They're like, I never said that. They're like, it's up to (laughs) you. We love that. I wouldn't say they gaslighted me, but it's almost like they flipped the switch where they're like, no, like you picked it yourself. We didn't have anything to do with it. So I was like, is it me? It's like that meme where it's like you point the gun back at yourself. Yeah. Yeah. But to answer your question, that's how I know there were two complete distinct fields. But Mm -hmm. that's how I ultimately came to the decision of those two. Mm hmm. Yeah, let's keep going with that. There's always societal pressures we feel when we choose things. I remember one of our classes in first year is, Mm -hmm. like, I knew there was always a societal pressure, but it's always the unspoken undertones within everybody's conversation. But I remember our first year prof saying, you've picked this. And it's like, dear God, wow, the responsibility is on me. She's like, you have a societal obligation to now go finish the thing. You're in first year, but you kind of have to actually go finish your four-year degree. There is no turning back now because you kind of said you have to do it for for four years. So my question to you is... What kind of pressures did you feel? Did you feel anything from your brother? Did you feel anything from your friends or peers or boyfriend? Like, what else were people stirring in the air? And then how did that change? I think that's the most important thing. It's like, how did that change? And then when you got to this point, which is you actually went for it and did it. 
I think some of the social pressures that I felt back in first year even and when I first chose commerce as my major was well I felt for my parents as well as one of them and I guess leading into that another social pressure that I felt was first year where I think it was halfway through the semester. I think at first year, there's all of the courses were required for you, right? You only yeah. get to pick one elective. And because of that, I hated the courses <laughs> that we took in first year. I got to the point where I walked into the guidance counselor's office for the kinesiology department. And I asked her, I was like, how do I switch out of this? How do I switch from commerce to kinesiology? Given that I took a lot of the prerequisites. And then she's like, basically, and result is I can't and I have to reapply next year and I have to take some additional courses on top of that. Yeah. And so I felt I was like, OK, the pressure I felt then I was like, do I drop out? Like, do I just yeah. not do this anymore because I hated it so much? And like, do I just cut my losses there and just call it quits before I like dig myself into a deeper hole of even worse grades, stress, unnecessary things that could be avoided? Mm-hmm. But then I was like, do people look at a university dropout and be like oh she's nothing like she couldn't even last like one semester if she dropped out two months into the semester that dialogue that I was having and like pressure I was feeling from my parents and the guidance counselor I don't want to quit and so I guess what I ultimately did to like kind of go with the societal pressure was to like just play it out but then it's like I know I saw the light at the end of the tunnel in third year where I was like okay I get more freedom in the courses I get to pick yeah I could fill in pockets of my time with courses that I actually enjoy and that I actually really enjoy studying for and I don't find the exams or the assignments bothersome it's more like something that I'm looking forward to every day to study. That was what changed ultimately throughout three or four years during my time in university mm-hmm. is that it's ultimately my mindset of how I saw it, right? Like it's so easy to just call it quits. I could have easily dropped out and been like, yep, yeah, commerce is not for me. I'm going to reapply next year to a different program. I try to see things through to the end. And I feel like that's also very important. Even if it's just for one semester and you finish it and then you're like, you know what, it's not for me. Then it's like, at least you have that one semester where you're like, okay, you took one course from the beginning to the end. Yeah. Do you think when you actually made the switch, like the active switch, basically a couple of months ago of being like, okay, I'm actually going to go apply now and all that. Like, how did you feel? Like, and then also, did you have any like Mm. looming thoughts did you have any looming thoughts? Oh my god, so <laughs> many looming thoughts. Mm-hmm. The actual switch of me actually applying to nursing school and ultimately accepting it a couple of days ago even. First of all, it's a huge career switch from mm-hmm. working in an office, like working from a corporate setting, because I was also in marketing as well. So having like a lot of creativity and everything in marketing, but ultimately switching to a complete new field, which I don't really know a lot about like Mm -hmm. I haven't gotten a lot of clinical experiences or volunteering experiences I think the internal dialogue I was having there was just I was just scared of the unknown and I was scared of going back to school and I know how tough my first year of university was yeah and I'm sure we could all agree to this like the change like the environmental change of being on campus like away from home and like just in a new environment where you're a lot more independent I think that's what I was scared of was like all the hard work that I was have to do again arguably health courses are maybe 
a little bit harder and like more difficult. They are. <laughs> yeah. More difficult mm-hmm. than commerce courses, I'd say, just generally speaking. Mm-hmm. Not knowing what I was getting myself into and like not knowing how difficult it's going to be. Mm-hmm. I think that was what I was like most scared. And considering it's a pandemic right now, right? Yes. And you see like nurses are underpaid and like they're understaffed and they're overwhelmed because of everything that's happening out there. Mm-hmm. So that almost psyched me out where I'm like, we're literally seeing the worst of the worst right now, where yeah. everyone on the frontline workers is tired and exhausted. Mm-hmm. Can I imagine myself working at this time, right? Like how would it be for me where I'm like leaving my house at 6am, coming back at midnight? Mm-hmm. I think that was what's going through my head. <laughs> and you stepped into the fire anyways. I know. <laughs> mm-hmm. Let's go into yours. Are there any societal pressures that you felt? when you ultimately made a switch from accounting into marketing, how did you kind of maneuver through that entire process? Yeah, I guess like my issues always stemmed from the closest around me. It's like a very interesting thing because my friends, very supportive, I don't think they really like cared I think they were even more excited (laughs) that I was doing something a little bit more fun. That's such a strange thing because, like, they are all going into a profession where you need to get, like... A designation? A designation, right? Yeah. Like, they're all going to become doctors and they need a designation, but they were very supportive. I even had one of my friend's dad, who was accountant, when they found out I switched, they were like, oh, thank God. (laughs) She can do (laughs) so much better. Yeah. And then I was like, oh my god, from a fellow accountant, you know, yeah. he, he was even saying, like, I should have done the switch. And he was yeah. making It's almost money. like validating your switch, because obviously you must have been so scared to do that switch, but then it's like having literally someone in that field saying, like, oh, you did, yeah, that's a good choice. Yeah, exactly. And I was like, oh, this is so crazy, like, thank you for doing that. I think where it comes down to was my parents. They really, really were against it. With that's what I'm saying. If you can go to therapy to solve your unresolved trauma, because when you're a parent, then you project your fears and your thoughts. No, anyway. Amen. We'll end it here. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> go to therapy. Yeah. Um. I think it was just like this shouldn't be like a, a normal thing where you want to switch. Let's burn you at the stake. I think it's also like, and if you fail, here are the consequences. You're going to be homeless. No one's ever going to hire you ever again. It's like catastrophizing it too, right? It's like, you'll be homeless, right? You'll never be able to amount to anything. You're going to live in our roof and you're going to leave, follow all my commands. Yeah. Like they tell the extreme. You're like, but that's not really the case. That's like the absolute worst case scenario that you're talking about. And like, I also don't understand was... When I was even in accounting, I have shown many different ways of how I expanded my learning outside of uh, school. So I took initiative of going to clubs. My dad even helped me find an accounting firm to like volunteer at. Like all my extracurriculars, everything, I was like very accounting focused and I was like, I was very Mm -hmm. determined. I can see that like if you are switching, it looks like you're throwing it all away. But I just didn't understand that I was like, I'm going to switch, but my drive and my tenacity and my curiosity yeah. to learn will never leave me. If anything, you have to have faith in me, which they did it. <laughs> we out here, we're fine. It's fine. 
we're not fine and that's okay because I realized yeah. I was like even within my career switch I was like I am not gonna lose any of that yeah I'm gonna go find the next club and you know what I ended up going to one of the best case competitions of my life mm-hmm. and securing one of the best internships that I could ever imagine that it could yeah. never have never 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 have gotten if I stuck with accounting so from that aspect I feel Mm -hmm. like I surrounded myself with enough good people it's just the people that can choose (laughs) were just being very very negative and they didn't see how this was going to propel me even forward and then where it even gets a little trickier is even when you amount to some type of success even interning at Microsoft as a marketing person there it still wasn't enough so I think this is where it gets Mm. really interesting it's like societal pressures are always going to be there yeah but at the end of the day it's kind of your life it's not kind of it is your life it it kind of is your life (laughs) you kind of have to be that person and you kind of have to stay in your body you can't have an out-of-body experience i've tried doing that that doesn't work but if you have that mindset you need to switch because it actually is not working out and you switch it's you that lives your life at the end of the day and you get to take on that new sense of learning and all that and mom and dad are not going to be there when you are putting your extra hours in to study or to finish that project at work mom and dad are not going to be there when you are thinking of new ways of getting up new promotion because you are actually driven right I think you talked about when you told your parents you ultimately got into a really good case competition at the end of that you actually secured a really really good internship that lasted mm-hmm. you like like for almost two years, I think. One and a half. Everyone years? tries to. It wasn't that long because it's it's it was only like sixteen months. But then everyone's like, so you were then there there for two years, seven years. Yeah, <laughs> for like two years was, basically. But yeah. I was gonna ask is because it's almost like you were trying to get the attention of your parents and to almost justify mm-hmm. your career switch by saying, hey, you know, I know I switched from accounting to marketing. But look at this thing I just secured. And you even said, like, they weren't satisfied yet. It's like, okay, well, what Mm -hmm. else, right? What was your mindset for that? Did you continue to tell them what you were doing at work? Like, did you continue to justify why this is such a good internship? Mm -hmm. I think at some point, you need to cut the (laughs) bullcrap. You really do. Because at the end of the day it eats away at your own confidence. Fun fact, I also moved out halfway through my internship because I realized how toxic. And it doesn't even matter if it's like your parents or like your friends or your boyfriend or your spouse. Like if you're in such a bad spot where you can't even do the thing and it's like so much doubt and like catastrophizing and all that, right? Every single time I come home, it's like if I had to work late, they would be like, so like someone else is doing a better job than you. You must have done the wrong thing. And it's like, whoa, I know I did a good job because I go to work and everybody else says I'm doing a good job right and I know I'm doing a good job and here's another thing it's like I kind of like what I do yeah right I find it very rewarding and fulfilling and because they were like this is like a a stint like a little you know a little like a blip in the roadmap. like you'll go back to accounting almost you'll go back to accounting or else you're gonna be homeless again that is very extreme I was like why can't we not see it as even if it doesn't work out I have something on my resume that I worked at Microsoft. Like, yeah. no one ever can take that away from you. Or me, no or can. anybody, right? Yeah. Why don't we use it as a stepping stone yeah. elsewhere? And even if I need to go back to accounting, it's never going to take away my experience. I think one of the big things over here is, like, haters will hate. 
<laughs> not to be that person, but Aries will hate. Yeah. But I always think if you gently find it interesting, you'll make it work. You always make it work, right? You always find new ways to be creative in that situation, or you always understand how to be one step ahead to be like, okay, I want yeah. to like, you know, like you always do that because you have such a inkling and like a want and a desire for that. So that was maybe another thing. I'll yeah. take away from this question is like even while they were hating I was like I feel great no matter what that's and so no one can good. rain on my parade and I was like okay I must yeah. have done something to my liking and I really enjoyed my case competition I really enjoyed my internship so I was like mm-hmm. if this whole thing blows up I don't know how but like if it will yeah I, I had a good time yeah. I'll be out here having good times you know what I want to applaud you for that because it's not that crazy good it's kind of crazy (laughs) it's kind of crazy yeah if you have people that are the absolute closest to you not really supporting or not really validating what you're doing especially as a career for you it's so easy to fall into like a self-doubt mindset where you're like okay you know what maybe i should think about this again maybe i should really go back to accounting but you know what I want to applaud you because you didn't fall into that mindset, right? Even though they were trying to rain on your parade and they're trying to hate, you kind of, you know, took a step back. You're like, you know, it's my life. Like, you could say anything you want. You could say, I'm going to be homeless, right? You could, like, say all these negative things about it. But at the end of the day, it's like, I'm enjoying what I'm doing. And I'm actually doing a very good job from what my coworkers and from what my boss tells me. Mm-hmm. So... You know what? That's a huge deal, and that's a huge step, and that's a huge mindset to have. That's really mm-hmm. good. Applause for Anita! Thank you for saying that. That was very kind of you to say. I think you and I have been through some, <laughs> we've been through hell and back <laughs> with this situation. But yeah. I think what maybe the listeners can draw a parallel is that it's just taking responsibility for your life right yeah. and you did that last week of being like no longer will i be upset and if it took an extra four years to get to this point i'm still gonna go for it and being yeah. like let me at least entertain the idea of if i went down this path that i knew i should have done since the beginning yeah. what would it be and if it doesn't go to plan so what at least you did it <laughs> i have faith in you that you will be resourceful enough to actually see it through to the end because you did it for commerce so you can do it again and you will find a career you know way faster or like a job way faster so thank you that's my tip that's my hot tip for everybody yeah okay i have a question so this is like a motivational 101 you know like wow you switched roses flowers (laughs) you know Can you tell me something that when you're switching, what do they don't tell you? Like, what is something that's like, you know, like a juicy detail that like they don't tell you about switching? Oh my gosh. Switching is not a linear road. (laughs) Amen. It's not like, you know, with Neeks, it's not like she took everything accounting. She has accounting stuff on her resume. Oh, I want a marketing job. I'm just going to take my accounting resume and apply it to my marketing jobs and get a job right away because they love my resume. They love it. They love it. No, that is definitely not the case. And I think that's something I want our listeners to keep in mind as well. If you're longing for a different career or seeing a different field or a different industry, it's not a linear change. So you have to Mm -hmm. kind of think about like, what skills do I currently have? And like, what Mm -hmm. am I currently doing? Okay, this is my goal. This is the new industry or the new field that I want to be into. Then it's like kind of working your way 
into getting and acquiring those new skills whether it's like you take on a passion project whether it's mm-hmm. like you volunteer at least you know spend a couple of months like two or three months trying to acquire those skills so at least you could show something on your resume then it's like you're almost on a like a more equal playing field I'd say to people who are in that field because you know ultimately everyone switch careers I think mm-hmm. not everyone's bound to be in the same role in the same company doing the yeah. same exact roles and responsibilities all throughout their lives at least if you could show that you know you're willing to learn which is very evident on your resume that you're seeking internships you're seeking more to better your skills maybe then I'll be on a more equal playing field with the other people yeah I really echo that because I feel like there's no like one clean whoop I'm out yeah (laughs) you know it's always you do little tiny steps yeah. Right. Maybe one step doesn't get you anywhere, but you try another step of rebuilding relationships. You know, you're finding new people in this new area that you can ask for help or to get advice and all that. I, I don't know why, but like when you ever hear somebody who's like really down the line mm-hmm. of their career and they're like, and I just made a switch. <laughs> I said yeah. no and I quit my job. Like maybe maybe you need to go full force and like full deep dive but i think for us maybe we're a little bit more cautious okay we can test it out (laughs) we can can see it through i guess another tip would be similar to your point where it's like don't quit all at once and be like no this is not for me you have to be (laughs) practical right like you still need income so like doesn't make the most economical sense for you to be like i hate my job right now and i don't want to do it at all i'm gonna quit but it's like (laughs) Well, you could continue doing your job, right? But on the side, you could be like, okay, I know this isn't what I want to do in the long term. But then Mm -hmm. on the side, it's like start thinking about what Nick said, those little steps that you could take to move you in the right direction that you want to go, right? Is it like when you're doing your current job, you go and take a course to get certified in a different field, right? Like start being more practical with it as well. Okay. What is one thing you wish you did when you switched? Like once you were like, okay... I'm ready to take on a new thing in my life. What is one thing you wish you did? I think one thing I wished I did sooner even is just just to go into it. You don't have to have everything thought out. You could try Mm -hmm. your best to like plan and be like, okay, this is what reasonably I could see myself doing in two to three years. But ultimately, Mm -hmm. you don't know because all of that is in the future. So I would say if you have a strong inkling your entire life to do this one thing, (laughs) <laughs> and you're still like, I don't know if I should go into it or not. And you're like, you're still contemplating it. I would say, just do it. Just do it. Because how I see it is why I chose nursing and why I ultimately accepted my offer was that I don't want to regret like things that I didn't do. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I don't want to look back a year ago be like, damn it, I should have taken that nursing offer. I should have yeah. went into nursing field. It's like, there's so many things you should have done, but... It's better to look back and say, hey, you know what? All else fails and nursing becomes a gong show for some reason. And it's like, at least I know it's a gong show. At least I'm not speculating to be like, I I think it's not a good idea, right? It's like you're looking back at it and being like, okay, yeah, you know, I did it. You know, I saw it through, but you know what? It either ultimately wasn't for me or you know what? Mm -hmm. It turned out to be the greatest thing I did for myself. Yeah. And another one I'd say is definitely just to celebrate your little wins along the way. That's literally mine. My one thing (laughs) I wish I did. Especially when you got haters around or you got like self-doubt, right? 
I think one of the biggest things is you need to celebrate your wins. You really do because it's such a scary thing to be like, I need to switch. And I think when you did the right thing, right, you Mm -hmm. expect almost other people to celebrate for you and nobody's going to do that. (laughs) Unless Mm -hmm. you have really good friends. But I think it's more so like no one's going to be spraying champagne in your face when you do your career switch. There's going to be no fireworks when you did the right thing of like doing something you actually want to do. So I feel like to lessen of Mm -hmm. like the impact of being like, I'm doing something so scary. Celebrate with yourself being like, I trust myself Mm -hmm. to make good decisions. I am happy that I took the responsibility, Mm -hmm. right? And I'm very proud of myself to actually take the next step and put in the work, right? It's going to be hard, but I celebrate my ability to do hard things. Yeah. So I feel like if you don't ever do that, you're just going to be bulldozing things through. That's not yeah. going to live a life, right? And I wish I did it sooner. I, I was like, okay, once I get this, and then I get this thing, and then if I win this thing, and then if I do the next thing, then I'll be happy. You'll never be happy, right? Mm. It's like, if I do this one thing, I'll celebrate it because it's such a great thing. And if I yeah. do the next thing, if it comes, it comes. If it doesn't, I'll leave it to another day. Yeah, I think that's something that I had a really hard time grasping all throughout my life. Just because, especially in sports, for example, when you're, let's say, like a basketball game, right? Like, you don't celebrate each win you only yeah. celebrate when you win like the championship or like when you get your trophy, right? When you come mm-hmm. in first place. I adopted that mindset throughout my life where it's like, I'm not just going to celebrate us winning this one little game that doesn't really mean anything. I'm going to wait until I celebrate with my team when we get to the end stage and when we ultimately win. So I carried that mindset into all the different aspects of my life as well, where it's like, I'm not really celebrating these little wins anymore. But in a workplace, it's like, how do you know something is a big celebration? How do you quantify that? Because it's different for everyone. Is it like Mm -hmm. you got promoted or you got a raise or you got a bonus, right? So Yeah. yeah, even all throughout my life, I was like not celebrating the little wins. And I think that's definitely something I've changed. I started doing this maybe in like my third and fourth year of university, like when I got my first internship, when I got a lot of firsts, even now it's like I accepted my nursing offer. Like I did a little celebration. Neek sent me flowers as well. Yeah. Right? If you know that your friend is trying to achieve something like career switch or even like getting a raise or even getting promoted in terms of titles and positions, be a good friend and celebrate with them as well. Even though they might think, oh, it's just like a title change right it doesn't really matter but it does matter because Mm -hmm. then it's like when do you celebrate them do you celebrate when you become the ceo right like is that when you celebrate (laughs) it's gonna take a long time yeah that's why you gotta celebrate your own wins and you gotta celebrate your friends wins even though they may seem it's significant like it doesn't matter that much no honey you did great it matters (laughs) you matter in the wise words of Kelly Minogue, she says, let's celebrate you. Just say it. Mic drop. So how do you know that you made the right careers? How do you know that you're on the right track? Mm-hmm. I think as you're testing it, you're feeling it out. And every single time I'm like, mm, this is very interesting. I really do like whatever is going on. But I think 
like the definitive moment i was like okay i think I, I actually did the right thing here it was my birthday and i was at work and someone at kpmg so i was at microsoft and K someone at kpmg was messaging me we were getting audited and i was like perfect on my birthday too <laughs> you decided like your to company me. is oh like you like our division oh. was getting audited by kpmg and i was just like okay this is very stressful for you for you to be like okay so on on this day at this time did you do this four things um oh and God. what are the expenses of this this and this and he's like can you like fill out this form something like that and he was going on and on about something <laughs> i was just like oh my god thank god <laughs> I'm on this side of the conversation. Yep. I like had like almost like an out of body experience where I was just like, oh my god, wow, this is so amazing. Yep. You're asking me what I have spent, not like me coming to you being like, hey, on this line, can you double check this, this, and this? Oh my god. I was just so elated. I don't know, maybe it's like a blessing in disguise um, yeah. for my birthday present from the universe because I was like, Okay, I think I actually made the right decision because roles were switched. I would 1000% want to be in my role <laughs> than your role. Yeah. Because I don't want to ask anybody and I don't want to hunt down. I don't want audit. I don't want to deal with people's numbers like that. And I was like, okay, I made the right switch. And I was like, there's no turning back now. I'm like, it's it's not blue skies all around. Blue but sky, I was baby. like, blue sky, baby. Yeah. It's not blue skies. But I was like, okay, I did something right because I know this feeling. <laughs> I'm, it's gonna stick with me for a while. Yeah. How about you? I guess how I know I made the right switch was just the internal dialogue and the internal mindset that I want to work in the healthcare field. Not as like a marketing person, not as like an admin, like a corporate setting healthcare. It's like, no, like I want to be on the front lines or like I want to be a nurse. I want to be a personal support worker, doctor, etc. Like any of those fields mm -hmm. I was so inclined to do. And how I know I did the right thing was I accepted my offer. Yeah. I almost feel relieved. Like, I, I feel very proud of myself. And I feel nice. very happy that I took my step because I know that if I don't do this, I know it's something I'm going to regret a year later. Good. That's great. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Hopefully, when you listen to this, if there is something you want to do in your life that you're like, I have a very strong itch, I hope you take your first step today. Mm -hmm to either satisfy whatever that internal need or want is yeah. and we again wish you nothing but good luck and good fortune going into whatever respective thing you want to do and if you're thinking about a career an industry or even a field change like we both know it's very scary we both know mm -hmm. you know it's hard to know what's going to happen in the future with whatever field you're about to choose. Make sure you mm -hmm. continue to celebrate your little successes. Make sure, yeah. you know, you keep your friends and, like, your close family involved as well if you'd like. And just keep them updated because I'm sure they would love to celebrate with you as well. Let snip, us... snip if that doesn't happen. Snip, snip. I'm just cut saying. Cut the bullshit. <laughs> cut the bullshit and cut yeah. the negativity and do what's good for you and be kind to yourself while you're doing it. You have just been listening to the Starting Out Podcast. If you liked today's episode, please make sure to rate and like the show. 
Also, leave us a review. It helps us a lot. To never miss an episode, please subscribe and turn on notifications. We love to hear from you. So if you want to chat with us, tweet us at startingoutpod. Links are in the description. As always, we are so excited for you to start out on your journey, all while listening to ours. See you in the next one.